Hi, I'm Catherine Bresser, and today you're listening to Talking About My Evolution. And today I want to talk about this class I'm taking, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's called Actualize OS, which means Actualize Operating System. And it's this 10-week class I'm taking by a modern philosopher named Ken Wilber. And... Um, I first found out about this class through an email from Tony Robbins, which I followed and listened to, and he, there's a mini course available on Actualize OS, um, which, when I first listened to it, uh, was so dry. I mean, basically, it was an hour-long interview with this Ken Wilber my, man, um, broken up into shorter segments and his voice is a little bit strange and even though I liked what he was talking about I was put off by his by the sound of his voice and by his sort of dry academic way of talking and so I blew the class off for a really long time but they kept sending me email after email, and um, and finally they sent me an email saying they had scholarships for the class, and that the window for getting a scholarship was going to close. So I thought, well, let's let's apply for the scholarship. You know, let's see if we get a free one, and. So I filled out all the information, and I did get a scholarship. I didn't get one of the free ones, and who knows, maybe they didn't even have any free ones. But they gave me the course for 75% off um, with a five-month payment plan, which made it very affordable. And they didn't jack up like the monthly payments like most people do, so that you're really paying, like, 50 or $100 more by doing the payment plan. Um, so I was happy about that. And I thought, well, for less than $50 a month, which is often what I pay to do a group clearing call, um, I'm getting this 10-week course that might really help me. Um, I mean, I love learning. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I've done two weeks so far, and I actually had to re-listen completely to week one because I listened to it at five in the morning I think well last week Palm Sunday on maybe four or five hours of sleep thanks to my lovely neighbor child um <laughs> anyway he he his voice gets better as well for me I've become more accustomed to it also I think I don't know He's, he's just engaged in what he's talking about, and he's more animated. It's probably me that's gotten more used to it. <clears throat> Speaking of voice, I've had issues with my throat and my voice all morning. It's bugging me. I've been trying to record meditations and stuff, and I sound like a total frog. Anyway, just keep going. <laughs> I'm not going to slow down because my voice is scratchy. Anyway, so the first module is sort of an introduction module, and I listened to it twice, as I said, and um, 
there weren't any huge takeaways. Um, one thing the class talks about, um, and apparently will become just really annoying, according to Ken, is putting putting oneself into someone else's shoes, um, which is funny. It's something I've thought about for a very long time. It's known as executive function, I think. I think, pretty sure that's what that one is. Anyway, um, I I know this term because it's a, a hallmark of having autism, that you can't put yourself in someone else's shoes. And so one of the earliest ways of expressing this inability to be the other person, take the other person's point of view, is when a child will take your finger to point at something. Franny used to do this when she was a toddler, and I just thought it was the most charming, delightful thing on the planet. Um, and really, it's a huge sign of your kid having autism <laughs> because they can't point their own figure um, and realize that you can see what they're pointing at. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, executive function. So because I've been hyper aware of this, um, knowing that Franny doesn't have this and trying to develop this for him, um, or at least being cognizant of the fact that I do have this ability and using it, um, I'm pleased to know that it's the hallmark of, you know, an actualized person. So for the first week, we were supposed to put ourselves in someone else's shoes um, a, two or three times a day for two to three minutes. And I do think I do this on a regular basis. So I didn't realize there was an exercise <laughs> until yesterday. Um, but anyway, I'm not worried about it. But they, it was interesting because he was saying, like, imagine you're the cashier at a store or you know, the postman or your neighbor or whatever. And I was like, oh, I kind of already do that. And, and it's one of the reasons that I've had such a huge trouble um, being in these groups where I thought I would find my ideal client because the autism group was filled with all these people filled with fear about their kid having autism. And I couldn't go back into that. I couldn't be back in their shoes. It's terrifying. And I thought I was going to find people at higher levels and, and I couldn't. Um, the, most of the people in these autism groups have just figured out that their kid has autism or their grandchild or, you know, their niece or nephew or whatever. So then when I switched to the empty nest group, um, I was shocked that it happened again, again, going back into fear. All these women whose kids have left um, the home and they're not, not, there's, there's less fear in the empty nest group. There are people who have figured things out and um, gotten onto their path, but they don't post as much because they're happy 
And so the support group aspect of it is really for people who are in the trenches and struggling. And these are the people who hate being an empty nester, don't, um, are angry at their kids for not writing, not reaching out, not calling, not remembering important dates um, in the family and stuff like that. And so they're the ones who keep tuning in. And a lot of them seem to prefer to stay stuck. So as I've talked in other podcasts, I'm still looking for the group of people who want to um, make a difference and move forward. Now, I'm supposed to make myself an expert in these groups, and I haven't done that because I don't like the energy. And so um, I don't know if that's, oh, I shouldn't say shame on me, that <laughs> I don't know if I kept trying to post positive things, if that would bring some people into my corner or I should just look somewhere else. So this is a question I need to sit down and think about. But uh, yeah, so the first week was pretty interesting, like just really exploring executive function and um, looking all around me with other people's eyes, other people's points of view. So I think I'm going to leave the podcast with just this information and I'll talk about what I learned uh, yesterday in another podcast. So um, thanks for listening. Hopefully you learned something of interest and uh, have a great day. Stay safe.